we're coming in hot. Literally, it's fucking really hot here <laughs> in New York. And I'm sure it is hot as well in Ireland with my uh, Irish correspondent. Claire is here, everybody. Hello. At Claire Doors is here once again. We're talking WrestleRama 3. OTT has been around for like five years or something. Yeah. And it's already become like the my fi- my favorite promotion. Um, at, le- at the very least, second to New Japan. So... <laughs> It's only WrestleMania. Yeah, that's not bad at all, considering that New Japan, uh, it's immense growth in the past decade. Yeah. So, not at all terrible. Uh, so yeah, we're talking about WrestleMania 3. Claire, uh, welcome back to the show. You, I, I, I don't want to put any pressure, but I feel like you're essentially becoming the spiritual co-host of the show now, <laughs> as, unfortunately, Benel, uh, and I are too, like, we only have <laughs> so much time to record podcasts now, and we really focus on the Naruto one, because uh, yeah. it's the one that uh, makes us money. So, we, um, uh, but we still love wrestling, and I still love talking about wrestling, so uh, thank you so much for doing this, and also, uh, let's jump into WrestleRama 3, uh, which you were at live. Yes, I was. At the National Basketball Arena on yeah. uh, June 23rd. Uh, overall... Th- yeah, overall thoughts about the whole show in general, like, in your experience there? Uh, yeah, I thought this one was a bit a bit better, for me, anyway, than the last one in the basketball arena. Okay. And that was really just because I had to leave. Right. Before the main event of the last one. That was the one with the cage um, match, right, that you had to leave before? Yeah, the, the main event at the first match, and... Right. That was Yeah. Out. Oh, yeah, yeah that was the... the, the, the yeah. Sorry, yes? Uh, no, it was not. No, sorry, I was, uh, that was the one with Devlin and Walter, right? I'm sorry, Devlin yeah. and, uh, Star, Devlin Star. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Cool, so this one you got to, so they didn't, they, they didn't lead with the main event this time. <laughs> no, no, they don't. Uh, and then, uh, so there was, but there, there's no cage match. Um, yeah. I was thinking we'd start with the main event and then work our way th- into the prelims. Yeah. Because I like doing it that way, because you always have more energy up front. And the main events really deserve the most energy. And I've noticed, I think what, I think doing the show with Benel and reviewing WWE, we'd always start with the early matches and something dumb would happen and we'd lose so much time <laughs> talking about why whatever bullshit they did in a prelim match happened. And then we'd get to like, you know, AJ Styles in the main and I wouldn't have anything else. I'd be out of energy. So fortunately OTT doesn't anger me nearly as much. Uh, so, but let's start with the main event anyway. So, uh, on Cage Match, the Cage Match inmates gave this a 9, a flat 9 rating so far for Walter versus David Starr. This went 27 uh, minutes, 18 seconds, ending by, uh, referee stoppage. Uh, Claire, uh, yeah, uh, tell me, about how was your live experience with this match? This, this match was great. Mm-hmm. It was great live. Yeah. Um... It started off a bit slow, like Walter always has this very loyal corner of the audience. Um, people weren't really behind David Starr. Bill so much, everyone was behind him at the end. Yeah, I thought that was really what was fascinating about this dynamic, was mm. that um, they didn't... It felt like more people were on Walter's side in the beginning. It felt like it was yeah. 70-30 Walter, right? Yeah. And by the end it was like... Which is probably like that the, the 30% who's always for Walter are always for Walter. Right. And then 70% of the crowd was just like, not sure who they were for. Mm. But at the end, it was, 
Like, okay, yeah, I feel like it was like 95-5 David Starr. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what's so fascinating about David Starr's whole thing, besides the fact that he, I think, started a union and no one's talking about it, I don't know what's up with that. I have, so, uh, I would like for someone to tell me what's going on with that. I don't know what's going on. I would love to know. I would love to know. Yeah, it seems like something that <laughs> should be a big deal. <laughs> so, yeah. but either, whatever happens with this union thing, David Starr, in the meta of pro wrestling, has been positioned as this anti-establishment guy. So he's like, yeah. he's a de facto babyface everywhere except OTT. Yeah. <laughs> where, where it's like, it's, and it's not, it's because there's one thing that's more important than being anti-establishment, and that's friendship. And he turned his back <laughs> on his best friend Jordan Devlin, and the OTT is not going to let him forget it, and he's been leaning into this heel thing this whole run, um, and here, I should also point out, yeah, this match was awesome, uh, I I don't have any, not have any, uh, uh, I I don't have any, like, strong, uh, opinions about the, I agree with you, it, it, um, it did start slow, uh, I thought, but, uh, it was interesting, because they, they played this match like David Starr was actually scared of Walter, Mm. like, he was running away from it, he was real hesitant in the beginning, I think the character work early on was really good. Uh, and one thing I love about this feud, which has been torn around all of wrestling, is um, how different all their matches have been. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going over in my head before we started all the David Starr versus Walter matches I've seen live. And off the top of my head, there's the the WXW match where he, he works on his hand. Uh, there was one in uh, Progress where he like dominates Walter, and then Walter small packages him, which is awesome. <laughs> Uh, and then there's one like this where he's like running away from Walter and looks like he's trying to, uh, chicken shit his way into the win. We should say the finish was, uh, actually, Claire, take us through the, the, fin- the live experience of the finish, uh, if you remember. So ba- basically, uh, David Starr tries to get a, a DQ victory. Yeah. 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 And, and somehow so, uh, he, he gets this, this DQ victory. And everyone is behind it. Like, yes. with me. Everyone is behind it. Everyone is mad yes. when the match got restarted. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> it's honestly, I it, like OTT produces reactions that are baffling yeah. in the wider yeah. scope of Because like, there was a uh, ref decision earlier in the card, yeah, and then one in this match, and it's like the reaction to each one is so different. Yeah. And it's all about the context and the story of it, because yeah. you're right, it's like, as the match went on, they clearly positioned Star as the underdog, and yeah. Walter as, like, the, the sellout... Fu- well, yeah, so at one point, David Star literally says, do you care about this title, you fucking sellout? And then super <laughs> kicks him in the face. And I feel like from that point on, that's when the, the, the 50% in the middle switched mm. over. And yeah. they were like, yeah, no, Star's our guy right now. That's just good on the, uh, the WWE title. The, the crowd is behind him. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, yeah, he dropped on the ground and stood on it, and it was... Yeah. yeah, Walter's crawling towards, like, it might as well have been a paycheck. Like, it might as well have yeah, yeah. been, like, a WWE signed paycheck. That he was crawling, like, the, 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 the symbolism of it. And, uh, yeah, I, the, the work itself was excellent. Um, they did a couple of spots I've seen them do before where Star throws Walter's uh, boot into the post. Mm. Uh, 
Walter's just so, he's just, uh, he might be the best wrestler in the world. I think you could make the argument. He's so good. Uh, and, yeah, li- literally got the crowd, not only to want a, the chicken shit heel to win by DQ, but then to be mad that they were now going to get more wrestling. <laughs> we don't want more wrestling. We want this guy who lied. He, that's the thing. He didn't even, it's not like Walter actually hit him with the title. No. That'd be one thing. He was lying <laughs> and saying that Walter did. And the crowd is like, yeah, no, he did. He did it. He did. <laughs> yeah, give him the win. Give him the win. He's earned it. He literally did not earn it. And the crowd just want him to have it. It's so yeah. fascinating. Because yeah. um, that's it. Like, he... The way that he, he sort of got his win over Walter, finally... And he didn't at all. Mm-hmm. He didn't even nearly get it. Yeah. No, no, he did earlier. Foxy missed it. Uh, yeah, there was a, yeah, there was, um, what was it? There was, uh, what do you call it? A, a, a visual pin. Yeah. I think. No, no, uh, no, but what, actually, no, here's what happened. Here's what, it, it was even better, and I've never seen this spot before. What actually happened was, he hit, I think he hit Walter with the title, and he went to pin him, and Walter kicked out at one of a visual mm. pin. <laughs> Which I don't think I've ever seen, and it was brilliant. Because yeah. it just added, and David Starr was amazing through this whole match, him selling the frustration. He couldn't even beat Walter, and, and, and on commentary, uh, uh, what's his name, um, Angus was really yeah. selling, he was just, he, he was selling like, David Starr can't even beat him in a fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> even with a phantom ref and the crowd counting, Walter kicked out at one, so yeah. Starr just can't beat him. And then Starr went off the deep end, and, uh, so, it's interesting because this positions Devlin in a very unique way, because yeah. Jordan Devlin, who had defended his title in the previous match, which we'll get to, had to come down and get the match restarted, uh, which should have... Here's what's so crazy. Devlin is beloved in OTT. Yeah. But, like, I don't know... I don't even know... I don't know... I don't know. I don't know what's supposed to happen now, that he costs Star the match, I guess? In, I, in like technically like did the right thing. Yeah. Mad at him for it. Yeah. And um, and that is interesting though as well with in the previous match, positioning Sean Guinness as the heel in that match. I thought I thought that was strange that they decided to go with him as the heel rather than him as he normally was because he seemed to have like legitimate gripes with with Jordan. So it's like are they are they trying to make Jordan the heel and. Or is it one of those cases where the heels are right, but they're still the heels? I think the latter, I think. Yeah. I think they I think they're doing I think Jordan Devlin is Sting. I think yeah. he's just the the baby face who does everything he does the right thing and everyone turns on him because he's the champion. And yeah. they just he just constantly gets turned on by all of his friends. Um <laughs> and eventually all of his friends are gonna make a sinister six like group <laughs> go after him or something. Um because yeah, I think I think Devlin's still supposed to be the top babyface. Yeah. I don't think OTT would just like change. I think if he turned heel, we would for sure know. Yeah. It would be pr- yeah. they'd have to do something pretty severe. Like if if they did David Starr and Jordan Devlin tomorrow, Jordan would still be like all all of David Starr could well. He'd have to earn it back again. Yes, I think he'd be starting career. from maybe not the from zero, but from like half, <laughs> like from yeah. like point five. <laughs> Because there would be some people who were like, eh, Star, you should have had it the whole time, but then Devlin's contingent is just... 
And then there'd be a lot of... Conf- I think there'd be very conflicting. I think there'd be a lot of people who would be conflicted. Because they're... I think they were really... They were really into Star at the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, you, then Star killed Foxy. By the way, Foxy... Uh, as soon as not made it onto... The, yeah, uh, the mask. absolutely. Like, everyone is leaving. Yeah, and he's just like killing Foxy in the ring. Oh, he murdered Foxy. It was great. Foxy yeah. took a hell. He ate that lariat, and Star's just like spitting all over himself. Like he's lost it. I I love that Walter drives David Star insane. I I, I love that whole story. <laughs> that he literally is a white whale. That David Star just won't. <laughs> just yeah, he just goes nuts, and um, he's making good points. Like, why would you listen to Devlin? What the fuck does yeah. he have to do with it? He just keeps repeating this over and over like a madman. But he's not wrong. <laughs> Jordan Devlin's not his... I mean, it's kind of his business because it's a sort of number one contenders match. So, but it still wasn't his place. Yeah. Um, and so Star is pissed off. Uh, and the, again, he can play off the thing that Devlin's the company guy, which I, it's, it's interesting because... I, I don't know if you can turn Devlin heel. He seems so beloved in OTT. Mm. But they have this they have this one hook which is like, well, you know, he's in that company. Yeah. <laughs> he's got his contract or whatever. Yeah, it could be just like all it takes is Jordan leaving for a significant amount of time and that could that could be it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh if like news came out that Jordan Devlin's gonna leave. I mean he's got a CM Punk thing. Like mm. he could he could completely have that type of deal. Um I don't think... I get the sense Devlin doesn't want to leave. Because uh, he seems to love it. I mean, why Why would you? He's... He's... <laughs> he's probably ca- not far from... You know, if he's still doing the NXT UK thing, like, he can, he can right. do both, basically. Yeah. And unless they were going to call him to the main roster. Now, that is where it would be yeah. interesting, because then he would have yeah. to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and that would make it... I mean, that would be sad, a sad day for one, but also would be real interesting. Um, so yeah, uh, so, uh, Walter gets the win with the choke, uh, you could hear the symphony in David Starr's brain as he choked him out, um, and Starr kills Foxy, everyone's chanting for David Starr at the end of this, I don't know where this leaves us, I don't know what Devlin's next program is, I don't know what Starr's next program is, I don't know, TT, I hope you guys are good at this, you figure it out, um, <laughs> It's a good thing, though. I think sometimes it's better to have questions at the end of a show. I like that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, uh, that match was a classic. Um, anything else to say on Star versus Walter? Uh, do you think they're ever going to give David Star the win? Not in OTT. If they weren't going to do it here, they're not going to do it in OTT. Yeah. I, uh, I wonder if Star can beat Walter. Like, contractually. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, because... I don't know if he's tries to because it never happens, and it's just, like, they continue doing the same match. Because it's not the same match, it's, like, different every time. True, yeah. But it, I, I think they could, they, could, they could have a go forever. Yeah, they could, yeah. I mean, it's the type of thing where I want Star to beat Walter, just because, like, I, Walter's gonna disappear from the Indies. Mm. Like, at some point. And I need yeah. Star to have beaten him by then. <laughs> like I just, I don't want it to be this. Like we're never gonna get Kota Ibushi beating Nakamura. You know, yeah. like we're never gonna get. There's another example I can't remember right now, but um, J- Jamie Hayter's never gonna get to beat Kaylee Ray. <laughs> so <laughs> I just I need David Starr to beat Walter before that happens. But I look, it's not in my hands, so I just gotta wait and see. Um, 
So, uh, uh, ready to move on to the semi-main? Yeah. Cool. Uh, OTT World Title. Jordan Devlin defeats Sean uh, Guinness in 21 minutes and 48 seconds. Uh, yeah, what were your thoughts on this match? Big spot for Sean. It was. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, I don't know how much... I don't, I don't know where Sean goes from here. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about the heel Sean Guinness character. Mm. Yeah, you. I mean, you were right before like his promo video, which was really well done. OTT best video packages in the game. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like that promo video he had he showed the most personality that I've ever seen yeah. Sean Guinness have. <laughs> Where he goes at the end, uh, when I'm champion, I'll put you on the guest list or whatever. That was just <laughs> a great, such a great line. Uh, so <laughs> I love that he came out with his like serious boy tights. Mm. He had the he had the black. I'm a main eventer now, tights. Um, I looked this up because, as you pointed out to me in the last show we did, uh, Sean Guinness is not that young. I mean, he's like the same age as Devil, and he's like 32. Yeah. Um, and uh, as they point out on commentary, he's a, he accomplished more in Japan. Yeah. And as they point out in the promo package, he talked Devlin out of quitting from wrestling. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much of that is strictly true, but I'm willing to go with it anyway. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> It's true enough. It's true enough, yeah. I mean, it's a good story, so it's fine. And it, This is pro wrestling, so it's fine. Um, the, the more true it is, the cooler of a story that is, that Jordan Devlin uh, was, was thinking about walking away, and Shongen has talked him back. Now, as for the match itself, I think what really hurt it is not for one second did anyone think Sean was no. going to win. No. Not for one second. So I was just rewatching, no, especially not with them, with like Walter and David Star following it. It's like what Sean Guinness versus versus Walter again. That's not going to be the next main event yeah. of anything, right? Um, I mean, they made they made a point on commentary, which I feel like they should have played up. Uh, and the, the live crowd, I guess, wouldn't hear this. But like, if I had not known and I heard this point, it would have maybe given me like a a point five percent chance. That Sean could win. Which is that Devlin's whole thing is he's the import killer. And Sean Guinness isn't an import. Yeah. So, <laughs> now, does that really that mean... Is, What's that? That is the match. Because the next contenders is an all-Irish match. I wonder what the next... Oh, really? Yeah. So you want to know who Devlin's who's wrestling on the next contenders? Yeah. Well, probably... I would give him one of the more than hype guys. But, because we haven't seen that yet, right? Have we? Have we seen Devlin versus... Um, no, not off the top of my head. Yeah, And if you you don't remember off the top of your head, it's good enough. (laughs) It means it's not... It feels fresh. That's the main thing that matters. Um, but yeah, so Devlin versus Sean, it was kind of, I think... It didn't have as much heat as most Devlin title matches. No. Because Sean had just turned... Yeah. And he wasn't pushed before that. Like, his last... He just lost to David Starr. He didn't get pinned, but he still lost. And that's a weird build yeah. for a world title he's, challenger. He's, kind of, he's, he's just been in the background. Like, he hasn't been right. focused at all. Yeah. So I'd just need to be a focus now. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I was going to say. I think even though this match itself didn't wasn't a culmination of any kind, it was like a spot defense for Devlin, it could yeah. be, like, the way in for Sean to get to that next level. Because yeah. OTT, they're going to need those guys. they got a lot of people in NXT, so they're going to need to build them. It can't just be Scotty Davis, 
Also, someone's probably going to take Scotty Davis away from them. <laughs> so, so we'll see. Uh, uh, but the match itself, the work was fine. It just didn't have the drama. There was like no drama, yeah. basically. Yeah. Uh, and then they kind of protected Sean. He didn't eat a package pile driver. He got rolled up, and he got out wrestled. Uh, so I mean, we'll see. I think maybe I don't know if they're gonna like pair him with uh, other other like t- like a, the Terry Thatchers and Mark Haskins of the world, or uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Sean Guinness, Mark Haskins. Yeah. Also, Sean Guinness and Scotty Davis, who's been on a winning streak, so we'll yeah. we'll see about that. But um, it was a solid outing. It wasn't like I think if you were watching this to say like, oh, Sean Guinness is a main event, he's like the next big thing. I don't know if this captured that, but it uh, but it might like eventually get him to the next level. Uh, so then we had a six man tag. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch this. <laughs> so it was. I honestly did not like this match. Okay. Well, from, from I went again. Uh, Club Tropicana just needs to stick with what Club Tropicana does because every time they try to do something for a bit more of an adult audience, it yeah. just results in somebody is a whore chant and it just drives me fucking crazy. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, well, so yeah, it was the Rapture versus Club Tropicana and yeah. the Rapture, they, they won in ten and a half minutes. So yeah, tell me, so what happened in this match exactly? Did they... The, the Rapture comes out and does their, their great... Uh, Think to the crowd about how how shit the place they're in is, and yeah. just speak a whole lot of truth. And they say that the OGT um, <laughs> locker room has too many comedy matches or too many comedy gimmick characters. It's true. They, that's is actually <laughs> you know there's like, no lie. And then Club Tropicana comes on as a promo, like doesn't even argue any of these facts, but just makes a joke about how they all fuck Charlie Sterling's sister, Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Literally just leading up to Sweet Caroline being their entrance song. And I'm like, do you know what? It's just funny when they did Africa the first time. Yeah. Not the second or the third time or the fourth time. And now it's just going to be Club or Sweet Caroline, and it's going to be Sweet Caroline every single time you see them. Okay. And I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I, well that is, okay, I, I, I don't know how many shows we've done together, but this is the first time I believe you've ever said... <laughs> That you hated something on a show. I know, I know. And normally I'm like, you know what, Club Tropicana, they just do the same thing every time. And it's fine, because it's for right. kids, and it's, like, completely inoffensive. Yeah. And this time I was like, I hate this. <laughs> that is fantastic. I'm so glad I didn't watch this now. Because uh, uh, you recapping it was more entertaining than probably <laughs> it w- would have been if I watched it. So, I okay, here's what I will say. Can't, I, I'm, I can't critique something I didn't watch, but I've seen tro- Club Tropicana... And the reason I always I never really watch their matches is because the same reason I don't watch Toriano. It's the same reason you can do comedy wrestling, but you gotta do new stuff. You can't. Yeah. That is the yeah. problem. And, and their new stuff. I mean, honestly, I prefer them if they just do the same thing every time because their new stuff is they have a gimmick entrance song, and then sometimes they do something sexist. That's it. Like. <laughs> I'd honestly prefer if it was just <laughs> Jose does a funny intro and then they do super sexy slip and slide. If that was like all they did, right? And it, it lasted like eight minutes. I wouldn't have a problem. It only went ten and a half. <laughs> yeah, ten and a half is too long. <laughs> ten and a half could have all been the Rapture entrance, and I would have been fine with that. I honestly, I might go back just to watch um, 
uh, Gibson's promo. Because, um, uh, you know, I rewatched, um, it was like the last time I was like, watched, like, followed something that in WWE, like, all to the, I rewatched the, um, the NXT UK tournament they had, but the, the yeah. latest one, where Gibson won. Yeah. And then I watched the match between him, between Gibson and Pete Dunne. I was just doing rewatches of stuff from, like, last year. And, man, he was so good through that whole tournament. He was so good. Okay, yeah. I, I, I was, I've always been someone who didn't think Gibson was necessarily a main eventer. Like, I thought he was, like, a good, solid heel and, like, a good tag guy. But upon rewatching that, I might be wrong. <laughs> he, he, I don't know what the ceiling is for Zach Gibson. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, so, anyway, let's get to the... The uh, other big main event of the show, the yeah. OTT gender neutral title match, Mark Haskins defeats Terry Thatcher <laughs> by rough decision in twenty two minutes. Okay, here's another thing: the rough decision in this was like totally bought it. Totally, Terry didn't have any more in him; had to be carried out of the ring. Yeah, but then in the, the rough decision in the Walter Davis Brown match, like. Foxy holds his hands up once and falls, and then he stops the match straight away. That's true. That's an excellent point. I don't. Well, I don't know if Star is going to make a thing of that because that's true. That's that's the thing that made I was like, uh, I was mad at the end of that. I was like, Foxy and Devin are working together to steal this from Star. (laughs) Everyone's against David Star. It's immediately furious. Yeah. It does feel like the yeah. whole system is actually against David Starr to some degree. Yeah. Like, yeah. it really does feel that way, which yeah. is... Sometimes I think Foxy is in on it. <laughs> yeah. Which is hilarious <laughs> that they've been able to capture that, because it sounds insane when you say it. Like, it sounds, <laughs> it's like, wait. No, the Starr is nuts. But, it's, but but it really felt like... Like, why is everyone trying to fuck David Starr? Just yeah. let him get this win. <laughs> was, <laughs> right. It's like, oh, he would have beaten Walter, though. It's like, he wouldn't have, though. He literally... No, he, literally did not. Did, he, <laughs> he did not. He literally never had him beat. But the whole crowd's like, oh, he had him, though. No, two more minutes, he would have got the pin. No, no, he wouldn't. <laughs> he, uh, it, it's, fa- it's amazing. I, I, uh, I love OTT. Uh, so, uh, despite... No, Mark yeah, so Mark Hassan's here Thatcher. I like this match even more than their first one. I don't really yeah. know... Uh, I think what it captured was, like, the feeling of it being on this big show. And it felt like such a big match for Terry Thatcher. And I thought, like, as far as, like, Haskins, I I love Mark Haskins. He just works with such a mean streak. Like, he had more of a mean streak in this match than I feel like in the first one. Because he was just like, (laughs) he's like, oh man, I'm sick of this guy. I just want to kill him. And everything he was laying in. And the whole thing with Vicky Haskins being there and uh, just like getting in the getting in the way of everything and her being such a bitch about it and uh, Terry Thatcher just fighting his heart out and bumping and selling this this was classic this is pro wrestling this is what it is yeah. this is all it is you get a guy everyone loves you get a guy who's a dickwad you give his wife a bat and you fucking you put them <laughs> together it's all you need it's not hard. Uh, I love the. I can't believe Thatcher lost. Like when Thatcher was locked in that sharpshooter and he was bleeding from the mouth, and Foxy had to call it. I my jaw dropped. I couldn't believe yeah. it. I was like, no, what? <laughs> this was I, for me personally. For me, this was more crushing than when Walter beat Devlin. Like when Walter yeah. beat Devlin, I was surprised, but I was like, oh, <laughs> I was immediately like, oh, that's that makes sense. That's yeah, 
Because you got to do a rematch. But this was yeah. like, this was the rematch. <laughs> yeah, and then every time Terry Patrick gets a loss, you're always so devastated for him. Yeah. You're always like, he's worked so hard. This should be his moment. And yeah. it just gets taken away from him every single time. Yeah. I honestly, like, <laughs> I'm almost ups- I'm almost like upset for the future, because I'm like, wait, what is that you're gonna do? Like, he... I mean, they're not gonna just give him back that other title that has disappeared. But, uh... <laughs> since, uh... Okay, that's thing. Right. It's like, they're telling the story of the NLW title in this match. Yes. Aren't they? Yeah. They just replaced the NLW title and its history with Terry Thatcher with the Chicago Neutral title. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, exactly because, I, mean, I, I don't even mind because I love these matches and I love the story of Terry's journey. Yeah. But it's it's like the wrong the wrong doubt. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because I mean, like I don't want Terry Thatcher to like fight Martina or whatever. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah. I don't really want that. Like I don't. But I also feel like, well, if Terry Thatcher's not going to take this thing off Haskins, who is? Like who's going to beat? Who's yeah. going to beat him? And maybe if the it's, if it's LJ Cleary, I'll I'll be mad. Really. Yeah, like... Yeah, we've been there. Yeah. 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 I mean... I said Raven is going to swoop in. I don't want to see that either, to be honest. Like, I want I want Terry to get the, the win over Mark Haskins. Yeah. I, I wonder if there's a feeling like, oh, we gave him the moment, and then we... No, I don't think... I think OTC knows better. Yeah. I'm really just concerned, like, if, if he doesn't win this title, where is he going to go? Because the main event is Devlin and Star... And yeah. there's Walter around. Like, what is Walter... Is he gonna fight Walter now? What, like, what is gonna happen? I don't know. Uh, I would actually love to see Thatcher versus Walter, and I would that cry... Would, yeah, I, would I would cry uh, many tears upon his death. But, uh... <laughs> but, I mean, I, I just want him... If they're not gonna give him this title, I don't, like, leave him off shows. Like, do something with him. Mm. Um, but yeah, my heart broke when he lost his match. I can't... I also couldn't believe... How much I cared. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was like, wait, well, I really want Thatcher to win this gender neutral title, which I have no history with personally. Like, I've never really yeah. followed it. Um, but yeah, uh, so that was a classic. I, I went four and a quarter on that. I'd probably give the main event like four and a half. So I'm right with the cage match people on that, I guess. Uh, so then we had, uh, 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 what do you call it? Import match. Uh, Bandito defeats Ray Horace in 14 minutes. Cage match inmates went uh, 6.86, which is like a like a three and a quarter star match, I guess. Um, this was weirdly a little sloppy in places. It was. It started off uh, like they were they weren't ready for the stars. Maybe I don't know if that showed through on on the thing or whether they edited it. That that I that Ray Horace's uh, intro music played for like a good couple minutes. Uh. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I skipped through. I I might have skipped the entrances because I was watching everything really quick. But I'm gonna go back. I don't know. Maybe they edited that out. But that's funny. The, 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 were they? It was mistimed. Like in the line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like they seem. They seem very kind of caught off guard that it was starting. Right. Um, but so they they started off pretty sloppy. Like just they weren't they weren't ready. Yeah. Thought they got into it though. Yeah. No. The, the, I mean, they did some crazy stuff like towards the back end. Yeah. Uh, I really think, um, I wonder what Ray Horace's ceiling is, just cause, it feels like he's never put on the same level as the Phoenixes, mm. the Banditos, 
And now, like, Laredo Kid is, like, getting finally... Well, Laredo Kid's been around for a while, so I'm glad that he's finally getting recognition. But, uh, Ray... Oh, how was Ray? I, I think I was trying to figure out how old he was. Uh, do they have it here? Let me check Cage Match. 35. Yeah, he's 35, that's the thing. He's, like, he's not... Yeah, yeah like, he... I mean, I, he's had a li- nice little runs here and there, but it always feels like he just can't get to that next level anywhere mm. he is. Like, Lucha Underground was... In their, well, you know, the last season when no one was watching, including me, I, I parachuted in to see what was happening, and they were like trying to push him, but it just doesn't. I don't. I, I, I think he just doesn't connect on that level. Uh, yeah. Bandito, man, he's such a fun new toy. I, I love that Bandito's around. He's just, like, <laughs> he just does shit no one else does. Every time he does that weird go to sleep move, like I never know. I'm like, how does he? It doesn't look like the guy should hit his knee. It never looks like it should work. <laughs> like, the guy, like, spins around a bunch, and then he knees him. It just, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, this is this was a solid match. It had some rough spots here and there, but this was pretty solid, I would say. Uh, do you have any yeah. thoughts about this? Uh, it's just that, I, like, it started off slow, because I, I thought these guys would have more chemistry together, but they did at the end, like, turns out they do. They at the end, yeah. They get into it. yeah. Yeah, if it's, uh, there's some parts of them, some rough going in the early, but it does come together at the end. Yeah, um, I want to see more of these guys over. I think they're great. Yeah. I also, yeah, I think, uh, the other thing is, I think Ray Horace is better in, like, multi-man situations. Yeah. But, like, Bandino's a pretty good singles wrestler. But Horace, I think there's uh, something lacking to his offense in these singles matches. Uh, but he's, like, with a multi-man, I think he's, yeah, like, bring over more of these guys. Uh, yeah. So, uh, then we have the match you were looking forward to the most when we preview this, which is Scotty Davis versus Darby Allen. Uh, yeah, give, what was the live experience like this, for this? It was good, yeah. Yeah. And there's a guy in the, my row who was just, like, in the winners for this. He was just doing... Wait, what was just happening? Doing chant, just doing chants at Darby Allen. And I was like, just shut up. <laughs> what was he chanting? Was he, he, oh, he was just making, like, self-harm jokes, and I'm like, oh, shut up. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, well, yeah, um, um, I was just getting on my nerves, uh, but no, the match I thought was great. Yeah, I, um, there's only one 11 minutes, and I'm like, yo, this Club Tropicana match is looking even longer to me now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Haskins and Thatcher went 23, but that's appropriate. Devlin and Sean went 22. Actually, that could have been shorter, too, honestly. <laughs> Devlin and Sean could have been shorter. Uh, Walter and Star went 27, but that's also fine for all the stuff they did. Uh, yeah, this only went, like, 11, and, I mean, so Scotty Davis in uh, kayfabe is, like, on a winning streak. I, I think the last match, he, I don't think he's lost all year. Mm. I think, if I remember correctly, the last match he lost was Jordan Devlin in December. Yeah. And also it was Jordan Devlin. <laughs> and it was also amazing. Uh, so, I don't know... Um, I don't know what they're going to do with uh, Scotty, but they clearly are priming him for something. And yeah. Darby's a madman. So just took a bunch of bumps for no reason. Like, he gator-rolled him out on the stage. Um, and then, uh, Scotty won with a new move, right? I forget. It was, um, it wasn't the Climax. Or, or not the Climax. What was it? The... I was just watching Matt Taven match. I just think I got... I'm all confused now. But Scotty debuted a new move, I believe. Uh, to put Darby away. Uh, so that's interesting. Um, 
And yeah, this is pretty solid. Uh, any other thoughts about this one? No, I can't remember. I can't remember it very well, to be honest. Fair enough. Uh, the guy, the guy, the guy. I, in your I can't remember any, any bits standing out that I that I didn't like. I thought I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah, it was. It was shorter than I expected. Yeah. But it had yeah. a lot of. It had one of my favorite spots. It was Darby went for a coffin drop, and Scotty caught him into a German, like in one yeah. motion, which I kind of love. Anyone who does like when Hiromu and Will Osprey do it, it's cool. Uh, when I, any time that happens, I love it. I just love guys like jumping into a German. Uh, it's always cool to me. Um, I think Scotty is a rival. That's what he means. Yeah, which like, well, his natural rival has a title and isn't on these shows, so I don't know what to. I don't know where he. I don't know where he is. I don't know what to say about the ML, NLW title. Anyway, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Curtis wishes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we had a um, uh, six-man tag team match, uh, more than hype, uh, versus uh, the the session Moth Martina and the Angel Cruisers. Now, I I a lot of times will not watch Angel Cruisers matches, but this had more than hype, so I did, uh, and uh, it was fun. It, it was, was fun. fun. Um, as we all know, LJ Cleary, the cutest member of. Uh, <laughs> Of more than hype, right, Claire? That's uh, we've agreed on that, right? That's... Is he? Well, who else would it be? <laughs> Just I texted Banel before we recording, and I asked him who the cutest member was. Um, and it's Psycho Nathan Martin. Apparently, that's. Uh, I don't who, know. who do you? Who would you choose? Diana's the one who has handsome in his name. <laughs> This is I okay. Thank you for going along with this with this bit. I just I just want to do this bit every time we talk about more than I. Uh, okay. Um, this was fun. Oh, so like, one of the uh, one of the Sarahs from Sarah and Sarah had a tweet about. Uh, oh yeah. More than hype guys. Guys, were they at progress at the weekend or? Oh, maybe. I can't remember, I, but uh, she said that none of the members of More Than Hype was to sell out their sound more of their headshots than others because we love all these boys equally. Yeah, no, I did see that tweet, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love them all equally. Come on. You have to. It's the rules. I get confused because, um... <laughs> I get confused because, uh... Psycho Nate is, is my favorite, but I think LJ's the cutest, but I think Darren Kearney's the one I actually want to be friends with, <laughs> so... <laughs> I can never remember. I think they, like, the, the chemistry that the three of them have together is great. I yeah. Think they're, yeah. They're such a, a solid team. But I, like, I actually think, like, all three of them, they do, they do great singles matches. They're great wrestlers, but. True. I love them as a team. Yeah. They really are, like, a well, like, fleshed out, all different yeah. types of, uh, boys yeah. type of, like, a real good I, game. I, I like to see them in more serious matches, more. You know, like, they can do the comedy matches, but I like to see them in more serious stuff, or I would like to see them do that more. Yeah, they had a match against Mako Sotomore and the Rascals last year that was yeah. amazing. Yeah, that was like, the one Tiffany show last year that I missed. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's worth uh, catching on the VOD because it yeah. is... Uh, like, I think that show had another really cool match. Like, probably whatever Devlin was in. But yeah. uh, that was, like... I couldn't believe how good that match was. <laughs> it was like, even with the names in it, I'm like, well, yeah, 
It's like a, but it's like a six man, whatever. It doesn't really, but no, it was like amazing. And Mako Satomura was next level. Um, but yeah, this is fun. I agree. I do want to see more than hype. If they're not going to fight, like I would have had them beat the Raptor for the titles, mm. but they didn't, they didn't pull the trigger and I know they're young and whatever, but I still think they, uh, eventually should be like their, like the company tag team champions. Yeah. Like, the tag team you associate with OTT for, like, years. Um, yeah. That's, eventually... They, they remind me of New Day. I think they have, like, a New Day vibe. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, but, like, an Irish New Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, that same sort of chemistry. I agree with that. Uh, so then we had a tag team match. Raven Creed and a mystery partner against CT Flexer and Valkyrie. Now, when the music hit... On a scale of 1 to 10, how hyped are you about... I... Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> when I was pretty best, like, who's going to be Raymond Spider? I was going through everybody, and I was like, it's going to be a big name, but it's going to be someone they've had before, and I just don't know why I didn't think of Jimmy Havoc, because it's so perfect. If it makes you feel it's better, like I also didn't think of it. <laughs> so... I was like, of course, that's that's what they're trying to position her as, and that's what they should be doing with her. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. I mean... Because, like, yeah, she doesn't have like a character really, and um, her her title run kind of went nowhere. It was like a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, but this is what she should be. This is the kind of character she should be. Yes, yeah. I, Raven Creed is someone who could be like a star within this realm, the same way yeah. Havoc was like the biggest star in. Pro- he was Progress's Undertaker. Yeah, uh, so she could clearly be that for OTT. Uh, but the problem is, <laughs> she's in a division with, that doesn't get enough focus, no, and doesn't so have small. enough... It's basically her and Valkyrie and Debbie, that's it. <laughs> yeah, where's Amy Alonzi? Come on, man! <laughs> Give me Amy, she comes out with the fucking, uh, unicorn? I never really thought she was gonna be the next GM title, or the next GM champion. Yes, I haven't even seen her on the shows. I don't even. Yeah. I, I don't know whether she. I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't. I mean, maybe it's a. Pro, I don't know. Is she gonna? Is she not wrestling, or are they just? I can't imagine that they are choosing to not book her, considering yeah. how over she was. I don't know what's going she on. Was, yeah. So I don't know. Um, but yeah. So Jimmy Havoc and Raven Creed. What was hilarious about this to me was how they paired Jimmy off with Valkyrie and Raven off with CT Flexer through most of the match. And, like, I was just like, okay. I was, this is definitely a, a, a way to do this. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, this was a lot of fun. I really, this was like the yeah. most fun Raven Creed match, like, since she won the title from Sammy Jane. That's the longest match she's had in ages. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. Um, no, I thought I thought this was a lot of fun. This was like, I was happy to see everyone in this match. I thought Valkyrie looked great. Mm-hmm. She's like, I love her. She's like a stroppy weirdo. Yeah, she's a weirdo. I, I, Valkyrie is terrific. Uh, besides the fact that I, I think... Her stuff with Debbie, I think, is hilarious because she just comes across as so weird. Yeah, the two... So weird. The two... Wait, the, the woke queens, right? Queens. Yeah. And they just don't seem to know what that means. Like, yeah, no, they don't. They just completely... <laughs> like, it means whatever they want it to mean in the context of what they're doing. Yeah. Basically. Uh, I love that CT Flexer... Here's what I also love about this. Like, usually a lot of times they'll do a storyline where they have, like, a guy come out with a title 
and then they'll have, have like a girl with them, and like they're really trying to get the girl over, but like yeah. through this guy who's like a real like big star or whatever. And here it's <laughs> gender swapped with CD Flexer coming out and being like the Patsy of Valkyrie, who's like the fucking the the head chick in the in the room or whatever. And she's like, yeah, walk in front of me. But it's just like, <laughs> like, go, go, go. I gotta go. I gotta make my champion entrance. And he's just like a complete patsy. And uh, I love it also because C.T. Flexer has like a great physique. <laughs> and like, so I love that he's playing this patsy when he's like, he looks like a dude who should be like a real guy. <laughs> like he's got size. He's got all the things that Vince McMahon would splooge about. But he's playing like this complete inept guy. <laughs> Uh, there's a scene when Jimmy Havoc comes out in the VOD, uh, I'm sure you guys, uh, could have seen it live in the ring, where they cut away from Jimmy's Havoc's entrance, and I'm like, oh, why are you doing that? But it's the show CT Flexer cowering in the corner, <laughs> and he's not even in the ring, he's on the ramp, and CT Flexer's, like, trying to leave the ring, and it was such a great shot, I'm so glad, I've never enjoyed a cutaway more. <laughs> um, and then Valkyrie just being like, I don't give a fuck, I'll beat up Jimmy Havoc. And yeah. uh, all her cool uh, leg drop offense, her weird scissor kicks and shit. Um, yeah, this was fun. Uh, and also, when Raven came out without the title, I felt good because I was like, "This feels." I feel like this is better. Like this is now that she doesn't have the, the almost like the anchor of the title, she can like try to inhabit this character more. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, I was really into all that. Um. So then we had the opener. <laughs> Puma King defeats Justy. This went ten minutes, which is like five minutes too long. Like, why? <laughs> God bless Justy, but like, what? <laughs> why? <laughs> this didn't have to go. Like, Puma King is fun though. He's 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 real blast. Yeah, he was fun. Like, it could have been five minutes. Puma King, I wouldn't complain. Yeah, I don't. Th- I'm not sure why Justy got any offense in this. Like, I don't. None of it was necessary. Literally, none of his offense was necessary. All he had to do was take that weird powerbomb off the top and get pinned. It's, I really love that, that weird powerbomb Puma King does. It's really cool. Um, and he he did the Avalanche version of it. Uh, so, kudos to Justy for taking that, I guess. But uh, <laughs> I don't really uh, need to see him ever uh, have offense. Uh, but yeah, so that was, um, was a fun show, WrestleRama 3. Uh, overall show, I give a thumbs up. Claire, thumbs up? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think, um, any overall thoughts about the direction of OTT or some of its characters from here on out? Um, I gotta turn this off because I'm dying. <laughs> uh, I don't, like, I'm feeling good about Raven and Valkyrie as the champion if they get some great matches in with Valkyrie and he's in no time. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, actually, thinking about it, I wouldn't mind if, if Raven was the gender neutral and then she got some good intergender matches. Yeah. And then I don't know what happens with... But see, that's why I wish that, that Mark Haskins had the NLW and that was, you know, it should be both. Uh, yeah, they really... Yeah, he they do gotta get that title off of Murray. I feel like, I don't know. They've, yeah. He hasn't even defended it. Has he ever defended it? I don't even... Um, I haven't seen him defend it. Maybe he does it that fast, and I don't see the shows. He, but I watched the VODs. I don't think he has. Like, I swear. Like, if he did, okay, if he has, I've heard nothing about it, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The only time I've seen him was in a tag match in a contender's 
Like, if um, OTT was on a bigger, like, platform, uh, people would be burying this title run. <laughs> like, it's really... Like, they just gave him this title. Like, Thatcher was having a great run. Yeah. They, they just gave Murray the title and then just said, okay. And then he just didn't, didn't show up. And that was the best match Chris Murray had. Like, it was a great match, I thought. It was pretty uh, good. It was pretty good, yeah. But it was also the beginning of, because um, they were all going on their own way, the, uh, I forget their name the now. Yeah. Is yeah. 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 Is it no, no, no. They were, uh, what were they called? No. Shit. Because they, they had a great match with more than hype where they had to disband. They were... Oh, it was the one that Scotty was in and then he had a heel turn. Oh, it was Legit 100. Legit 100, that was the group, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, um... Uh, so, yeah. I think they're also... Benel texted me this, so... And uh, he's not here to defend himself. But here's what I will say. Uh, he thinks Callum Black is gonna actually end up with the NLW title. Um... Do you know what? Like, he's Elise on Jones and he's not bad. Yeah, he's he's... Not only is he not bad, I would go so far to say he's pretty good. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's improving. Yeah, like, um, yeah. He, he's he's pretty he's pretty new. Like he's mm-hmm. he's kind of just started. Yeah, having shows. Um, and now I, I I I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, the, he had a real good match with Chris Ridgeway on one of the contenders, mm. and uh, he's improving. And I, I I'm like watching him improve, and he's uh, yeah. I think and he's kind of filling a void that they don't really have. Like they don't really have a big guy. Yeah. Yeah, like, the... like an up-and-coming big guy. Yeah. Yeah, like a guy, like, not a Walter. They don't have, like, a Veit Muller, basically. Yeah. Who's, like, the the Walter, the new Walter of WXW. <laughs> or even, like, an Avalanche. They just have, uh... Yeah, so Callum could definitely be that. Um, and, uh, I would love to see him kill Curtis Murray. That'd be fun. <laughs> like, do you see Mark Haskins having any intergender matches to defend that GM title? I don't know, like... Do you see Terry having any? If he if he wins it, I, just, I don't really see that happening. Yeah, I, his, the weird thing is, I don't. I guess I really don't want Terry Thatcher to have the title because I don't really want to see him have intergender matches. No, but I also don't. <laughs> I don't look okay. I don't really buy anyone beating Mark Haskins. <laughs> like I just don't like Mark. Like he is. I was just watching him wrestle Matt Taven from his the he had an orange title shot a couple months ago. And yeah. I had meant to watch it, and I forgot to. But it was, like, really good. Really great match. And uh, it was Matt Taven, who's, like, you know, mediocre. But, <laughs> so, I just think, I don't know. I don't, I know Mark Haskins isn't a big guy, but he's, like, a cardio machine. He's yeah. a wrestling machine. Uh, someone on Twitter, was, I was, uh, uh, compared him to, like, the, like, the UK's Roderick Strong. So... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't see. I don't know what, what the direction of that's going to be. You think Scotty could get it? Scotty could. Yeah, I think Scotty Davis can beat him for sure. Um, I guess Scotty is due. Like he's if he's on this winning streak, like he could challenge. Yeah, but then I guess you know what? Weirdly, I feel like Scotty having intergender matches actually might be cool. Yeah, because he's like so young and like weird. Like I feel like his style is real grapplery, and so they could like feel like wrestling matches. Yeah. Because Haskins, like, just beats the shit out of people. I don't really want to see him beat the fuck out of, you know, Valkyrie or Raven Green. Like, I don't think... Like, I, I could buy a challenge, but I don't know if i buy Raven beating him at this point. No. But, like... Not Raven. A Scotty Davis-Raven Green match seems kind of weirdly fun. Because yeah. it seems like Scotty would, like, try to wrestle her, and then she would punch him. <laughs> and then it'd be, like, interesting. 
So, yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, that's an, it's interesting. I don't really know. I don't really know where the main event scene is going. Um, no. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe maybe Sean Guinness will win it, like, in a three-way. They'll do some weird three-way where he wins it. And then he, like, you know, because then he can get heat. Because Sean Guinness doesn't really have heat. No. So, actually, that's a thing they could do, is they could put heat on him by having him, like, beat up uh, Martina and everything with the gender-neutral title, because right now Haskins is just, like, the other ace of the company. <laughs> like, he's just yeah. the other main event guy holding this title, so. Uh, but, yeah, um, any other thoughts on OTT, Claire? No. Okay. Did you see that um, oh. Michael May had a match with Jonathan Gresham in Fight Factory? Uh, I saw that that happened, but I didn't see the match. No, I didn't see it either. Yeah, but, is it, uh, is it I even might see something like that on OTT? Yeah, yeah. Is it is it available? Uh, I don't know if I factory has. Hmm. Okay, um, maybe. It, I'm not sure. Yeah, Michael May kind of got fucked out of the legit 100 split. Cause <laughs> he did. Yeah, because he's I think he's kind of like Sean Guinness, or he doesn't have but mm. great great matches, but doesn't really have a character. Right. Yeah, he's like a solid worker, but no, I agree. He got lost in the shuffle and the fallout of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I, here's a question: As we are halfway through the year, uh, who ends the year with the OTT World Title? Mm, Good question. I think Dan Star will get it somehow. Mm, Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I feel like he has to. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he has to. I feel like by the end of the year, David will have it, and there'll be new contenders. What? Right. I don't know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, Scotty Davis comes to mind right away. Yeah. Terry Thatcher. Yeah. Oh, Star did have that really good match where he killed Terry Thatcher on the Contenders. <laughs> that was fun. Um, yeah. Um, I think th- there's a possibility uh, that... Do you think we're going to see Walter in OTT through the rest of the year? No, I kind of feel like Walter, once he finishes up with Davin and David Starr, I don't see him having a storyline with anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm with you on that. Um, is there any other... Is, what If you if you could draft, uh, like, a couple women or one woman to the to um, uh, the OTT women's roster, like, uh. who, who comes to mind, do you think? Like, who would you, who would you take to fill out pad out this roster? I'm not sure. Like, any of the, any of the Eve women. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, like they... I'm not sure. Rio Riley. Like, like, honestly, any. Like, just, just give me three other women. Yeah. So like this. Jamie Hayter, Rio Riley. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I'm trying to think of people who aren't signed. And Laura DiMatteo. That would be great. Yeah. Cool. Um... So yeah, I uh, um, I have, I'm going to be reviewing the uh, Wrestle Kingdom, some G One. Oh, I got a lot of shows to review. So Claire, thank you so much no <laughs> for talking Wrestle Rama with me. Uh, it's always super fun. Uh, please, any plugs that you have? Mm, nope, just Twitter at Claire Doors. Uh, yeah, at Claire Doors, and also uh, if you listen to this, and uh, you could check out. Um, 
what was I going to say? Well, talking Naruto, of course. Because uh, me and Claire also did a Mob Psycho 100 episode. Where if you, uh, but you can only listen to it if you uh, subscribe to the Patreon. So you can get in for only a dollar <laughs> and listen to me and Claire talk about Mob Psycho 100. Uh, because uh, we broke that shit down. <laughs> it's a really good episode. So, very excited. And also you can hear Benel talk about Bakuman. And me, I just reviewed Spider-Man and Stranger Things Season 3. So, a bunch of goodies on there. Uh, thank you again so much, Claire. And, um, as always, uh, <laughs> we used to, me and Benel used to have this feud with his podcast called The Heavenly Bodies, which are these two other New York comedians who had a wrestling podcast. And what happened was, we made a sign-out, which was us saying, we're coming for you, Heavenly Bodies, and it led... <laughs> to nothing. They never once acknowledged us. So, <laughs> that was a good time. Uh, but they're our friends. Uh, but yeah, so as always, Heavenly Bodies, our podcast is still going on. So, <laughs> there's no longer. <laughs>